I'm disgraced sports journalist Josh Gallup, and welcome to the Kick It Forward podcast, the only sports newsroom with the guts to tell it how it is. Ah. Remember to review the pod if you listen, it helps us grow. This is from at pod via Apple Podcasts. Sad noises. Five stars. Why? What? what how we, sad? Is it sad or is it five stars? Well... I don't well, know. People I don't like know. sad movies. And yeah, I yeah, love yeah, Live show. It's alive. It's running. We sold 50% of tickets in person. They're going out the door. We barely even made much of an announcement other than the podcast. So uh, go to our social pages or for the show notes for this pod uh, and you can get a link to Perth, Sydney, uh, Melbourne, Adelaide. Uh, for those that message, piece of shit, forgot Brisbane. Yes. Uh, we're really sorry. Thank you for those sorry, messages. Sorry, sorry. And the other ones, we've got about five people messaging, hey, why did you schedule your show during the Carlton Sydney match. Well, we've changed it now. We start an hour and 40 before the Carlton Sydney match, 6 p.m. Uh, and then we're across the road from the SCG to go watch it. Let's just say, oh, we'll put our hand up and say we're inexperienced at scheduling, okay? Yeah. We're doing our best. We're doing our best. We're doing we, our best. And we, we, um, we learn from the feedback. Because, <laughs> we've yeah. only ever sold out one live show before, okay? Yeah. Uh, pretty successful, actually. Yeah, one pretty. global tour. I have a fear that um, a rival podcast is going to buy all the tickets so that our show is empty. I'm okay I with mean, they doing it's that. It's okay that it sells Don't out the pod. Put the idea out there. I'm okay with it. Maybe I'll do it. <laughs> what? Money back into us. Oh my God. Is, is scheme started already, have they? Mm, I'm always scheming. I'm always you're, hustling. But that way, you're giving us money, Giorgio. What if you bought them all up and then sold them for a profit, Giorgio, to the list? <laughs> this is the level of thought of the schemes you normally come up with. <laughs> Is this how you make money? Uh, also join the tipping cop, thegame.com.au, where um, <laughs> winners piss kick it forward. Uh, we've got over 300 members now. Um, and of course, those hydrolyte icy poles. Oh my God. <laughs> they are. Uh, they are good. I wanted to welcome a couple of people to the tipping competition, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, elite tipper Biz FC, oh, who is what? actually a previous winner of the game's winning uh, tipping comp and did, has taken $50,000. Oh, I remember that because he's in mine. I was like, I thought I was shit. Yeah. What the fuck yeah. when I saw him in there I was like how did he infiltrate bloody beers FC uh, there was a couple other good ones Jim's tipping uh, talking <laughs> about there was quite a reaction last week to Guy Williams on the pod talking mm. about the nocturnal emissions Jim's mowing being like saying pretty much the entire source of his power was not jacking off <laughs> bloody <laughs> random really informative really informative Dome Piss Cafe hey uh, also welcome to <laughs> schemes of shit welcome to uh Pisachino Lopez. Get into the game tipping if you want that major prize because I tell you what, people are just messaging me, get, oh, I want the Hydrolyte Icy Pulse. <laughs> <laughs> no, not too many, not too Don't many. worry about the giant cash prize on offer, the oh, yeah, Hydrolyte yeah, yeah. Icy Pulse. Hydrolite. Should be a lot of fun. Giorgio, yo, you're pretty tanned. The hell? Well, I've actually just, um, I've just spent four days in Uluwatu. Ah, oh, yeah. Wow. Welcome, boys. Welcome to the Kick It Forward podcast. Because when we go to Bali, it's, um, we have, you know, obviously drink a lot and then I'm sicker when I come back than when I leave. Is that what you're feeling right now? Well, I was there with my uh, missus and at some point during my 17th surf, 43rd acai bowl and 149th sauna, I actually transcended to a higher spiritual form. Uh, okay. What are you doing? Um, well, I'm, I'm levitating. What are you doing? Levitate. Whoa, Georgia, come back. No, sit back down. Sit back down. We need he's now he's our height. Now he's out. How'd you get the you mic up? We're already up here. <laughs> or are you, are you much higher? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should, no, oh okay, 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 okay. Wow, you're at least six foot now. It's really, really nice, nice up here. here. Guys, play the next song. <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear you at our high level. Long time, long time. Sucky, sucky, fucky, fucky. One time, Hong Kong, Hong Kong. One time, Hong Kong, one time. One time, one time, one time. Let me long time, freedom, my love. 
Okay. So, okay. You, what, you're another level of racist? What? No. This is more spiritual music. What do you mean? <laughs> You know, it was during this otherworldly ascension that I realized I had to settle uh, a beer debt that Josh lied about so much that never really existed. Okay. I decided to set up a recurring one cent bank transfer to you. Uh, it will go in monthly, so our debt will be cleared by the year 2399. What, what, what do you think the, the debt is at? What do you think? Is it one beer? It's 40. Well, you say it's 45. I'm being the um, bigger person here. Yeah, yeah, sure. Actually didn't happen. But consider this matter cleared and dealt with. Oh, why? Well, because I've set up this recurring transaction. Pretty funny. Speaking of beers, it's funny. Um, Harry asks how many beers you have on your trip. And <laughs> Georgia, because, you know, it's a different type of trip. Goes, oh, I only had like one drink. And Harry's like instinctive response. He goes, sounds fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> you do you, Giorgio. But you know, next when we're going on tour, it's fine if you want to have like just one beer. Just make sure you buy us one pack if we're in a round. And a chocolate bar. And a chocolate <laughs> yes, bar. Yes, and a chocolate bar. Uh, well, anything else happen while you're yeah, there? Yeah, I also um I had a two and a half hour massage. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my it's god. Okay. Can we Oh, okay. Do we have boring music? This was Bloody a birthday hell. present. This was a birthday present from Gabby, two and a half hour massage. <laughs> what, with or without her? With her. It was a couple's okay, massive. I thought she was like, how can I get rid of Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> it's after about the 90 minute mark of a massage where it just becomes trying to hold in farts and not get a boner. Right. Okay. It was lucky there was a brief oh. intermission between massage and facial mm. about two hours in where I did get a piss Why break. Why can I fart getting a boner break. during a facial? <laughs> <laughs> and normally the boners before the facial. Ah, uh, but okay. yeah, actually terrifying. I think it must be one of man's like greatest fears, getting a boner during massage. Oh, that was my constant joke of it when I was in the onsen in Japan. It's like, what's the boner policy? <laughs> I hope people don't go to a massage place in Bali to get a boner. Mm. I really hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, Georgia, if anything, it's good for business. So don't feel ashamed. Onsen, it's not the best business. Apparently. No, I mean, I had, it was <laughs> admittedly like difficult to fully enjoy it when you're like, do I get a boner? Don't get a boner or this whole experience is ruined. Don't get a boner and don't piss yourself and also don't fart. At least it'll make it less boring. Mm, would it? <laughs> it sounds like a thrill if you're riding hard. Harry's full talked walking around with a beer while he's getting a massage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Massages, not really for me. I reckon I could do 15 minutes max. Max? Yeah, yeah. that's enough. I do really like them. You get the idea. Enough, yeah, they're, enough they're time to get a boner. I don't mind a massage over there, especially because they're, like, they're cheap or whatever. Um, but yeah, they're fine. I would do two and a half hours ever. No, do you know what? Honestly, the, one of the best parts of it is just like, oh, I get to spend two and a half hours in aircon because it's so fucking hot outside. So your accommodation didn't have aircon? It did. What about I, a pool? I suppose I could have spent- a pool, right, as well. <laughs> and you were swimming. Yeah, but the pool's- Matt, the, okay. This goes back to my theory that you have the lowest form of grit out of any man I know. <laughs> like, we're, we're at the MC event the other week and it's like, it's 42 degrees, we know it's hot. And then Giorgio's like, I look over, he's like, man- it is so hot. I was like, <laughs> we're God. all in it. We know it. Giorgio, this is your, this is like, hang on, it's wet wet season or something over there? I don't know. It's fucking hot season, dude. It was hot. In between yeah, both, this yeah. is you being a sting, paying for the cheapest flights possible, <laughs> going this time of year, going from 42 degrees to 44 degrees in Bali. <laughs> yeah, it was warm. <laughs> but the pool's, the pools don't cool you down. The yeah. pools, it's the same temperature as the air. Yeah. It's just liquid form of outside. I find if you drink it next mm. time you go, um, you'll be great. <laughs> Especially like one of those big rave parties. <laughs> Hang on, wait, 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 wait. What? what kind of photos did you get? Oh, heaps on rocks. <laughs> yeah, oh, really? Funny you say that. Jojo on a rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
yeah. I thought that would be most of your holiday. I actually specifically set up shots of me on a rock. It was like, we're not fucking taking another one. I'm like, Gabby. Oh, yeah. Jojo on a rock. I like that. And guess what? Oh, yeah. Bali, full of rocks. Full of them. Well, I did have some things to discuss, um, but everything's changed right now. Josh, I've got a series of yes, no questions for you. Me? Yeah. Not ha- not Giorgio. I request that you answer only a yes or a no to the following. Okay, now I'm a bit scared. Were you at the Kick It Forward office building between the hours of 2.05pm and 3.35pm on Sunday the 24th of February? Yes. Did you happen to get particularly thirsty during this time? Josh, you don't need to ask this. You don't need to answer this. You're not being held here. Yeah. Hang on, George, you have all the times Josh has gone at you for shit <laughs> and you're not backing me up. I'm a wild card, what baby. I'm a wild card. Okay. Answer the question, Josh. Did yes, you- yes, yes. I want to get thirsty. It was hot. Did you consume a beverage from the fridge in the kitchen that is shared by multiple businesses? Yeah. Uh, just yes or no? Yes. <sighs> was this beverage a Pepsi Max? Why are you actually defaming me on this? We could get in trouble. Yes. Did this Pepsi Max belong to you? <laughs> well, I don't know the law. Yes or no? <sighs> no. Giorgio, call the cops. Okay, one sec. <laughs> call the cops right now. Okay, Hello. I'm going to now release you from the bounds of yes and no answers, okay? And ask um, why you thought it was okay to take the Pepsi Max that didn't belong to you. Well, it was like a month I've been watching the, watching them. Actually, you've grilled me for taking an apple out of the communal fruit bowl as well. We're yeah. a hypocrite. Well, I've been monitoring I've it. I've got Giorgio back. I've been monitoring it. Yeah, fuck you. There wasn't a communal fruit. Just answer oh! the question. Do you think it's fair to assume that the owner of the Pepsi Max could have maybe replaced the Pepsi Max in the fridge each time they drink one? No. Sure. Do you think about the person that maybe went to the fridge today and thought, can't wait for the only good thing about my shitty work day, <laughs> my beloved, cool, refreshing, two cool Pepsi Maxes. It's the only thing that gets me to five o'clock. I heard they had a giant boot-shaped glass they were going to pour them both into. <laughs> One more yes, no question. Sure. Josh, what were you doing on the 26th of February between 5.29pm and 5.33pm, which is about... A half an hour ago at the top of this recording. Grabbing the second Pepsi Max. <laughs> <laughs> he took another one. He took another one. You enjoy it though? <laughs> it's pretty crisp. All right, I'll replace them. No, you won't. I might. The funny thing is like, How this might gonna... get us kicked out of the building, Harry. Um, are you checking those businesses? They're like lawyers, psychiatrists, listen to this podcast? No, no, no way. Proceed. No. <laughs> <sighs> Far out. Ugh, egg on my face. Just be careful, mate. Yeah, sorry. Um, well, it's been a tough week because I was at an engagement <laughs> party on Saturday and I, th- I was playing beer pong and the, the groom's mum started screaming at us all, you're all a bunch of fucking pussies. Okay. Dad, did you get a boner? Any, re- <laughs> any um, That's why it was so hard. That's hot. That is hot. Any, re- any reasons? Well, we're playing beer pong and she was just putting us off and I was like, oh, all right. And everyone's laughing. And I was like, I'm actually a bit upset. <laughs> I, I, need, hope, I need to steal Pep's Max. I hope you're okay. Um, I, but it's just people taking it very seriously. I, I found it very, very funny. Um, then I started a chant going, puss. puss. Oh my God. It wasn't received as well. Well, at an engagement party, I can't fathom. <laughs> at what age does the beer pong loving generation stop playing beer pong at events? 
Yeah, like, am I going to be 60 being like, boys, should we just play some beer pong? I think about drinking? this a lot. Yeah. And I like to think that in my, like, 70s, we're still we're still tossing ping pong balls around. <sighs> there'll, the there'll be something new that comes along. We'll be the lame ones. Are we going to, though? Are we really going to? Do we, do we, does it get to a point where we can actually have a sophisticated conversation with our peers? No, no, no. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no it's a balance, though. But for me... After however many, you know, massages, thirteen years of beer pong, mm. not like at no point has it got less fun. Uh, well, some games have been loves, less fun. When everyone loves the rules so much, mm. I don't know, Harry, but it's kind of actually <laughs> it's making me a bit sad. <laughs> Wait a minute, there's going to be a period where I'm like not playing with you, bros. Um, Happy yeah, 50th, but it was, bro. But it was a very good example. There, we're playing and everyone was getting around it. It yep. was like over all ages, quite a lot of fun. I cool. don't really know them. It's like my partner's um, group, but Imagine yeah. a time before beer pong. People so talked. You, you didn't know them, but you thought it was an appropriate group to start a puss chant in. I just took a swing, <laughs> friendship swing. These could be make it break for the wedding. They'll be like, oh, it's the guy that did the puss chant. Mm. So I reckon we should um, normalize making cool edits when you're just having oh. a beer at the pub. Oh, mate, Chris Doss. Mate, why ahead of you, mate? Why ahead of you? Feel like Iris Goo Goo dolls of yeah. just like having a beer and a photo and then transitions <laughs> and posting them. Because yeah. we're always doing it when we're I in like <laughs> Japan or in Bali. Why can't it be Friday night in a shit? I was, I was they, directing they... Chris Doss a couple of weeks ago and we got um, our other mate Mike to sit down with his beers and like look really happy and do a bow. I made him do 10 takes. <laughs> For the edit. <laughs> they sound like the TikToks you scroll past that have zero likes and one view. <laughs> yeah, I'm all I'm for it. I just wanted to be like Goo Goo Dolls in the background. And it's just the same six people you drink with every Friday. <laughs> and you guys uh, drink with the same people. And it's well yeah, yeah it'll be like me, Harry, Driz, Jimmy Mac. Oh like them, yeah. We're all going, no, Giorgio. No, no. People do snowboarding edits, they do um people do sporting edits. Yeah, why not just having a few beers? The final thing, guys, we need an intern. Do you want to get your experience in media up? Well, we're looking for someone to help us with clips. And if you have audio or video experience, it would be fantastic. Now, I must admit, it is going to be unpaid for the first bit, but they'll be potentially paid in a month or so time when you train you up. Um, what do you guys think about and that? And this is not one of those interns where you go into a um, TV station or a radio station and just watch. Oh, you won't be watching. You'll be learning. Um, yeah, so if you are interested, we're trying to find someone to help mm, us out. Must have weird. at least 10 years experience in the industry. <laughs> I want to make that really clear. Who's going to be the boss if we get an intern, Jake? Probably the intern. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just send us a DM or email us at kick4mailbag.gmail.com. Do we have any schemes or anything? Schemes? You should have said... Oh, you did say so. <laughs> oh, wrong one. No, no, no. It's actually applicable because I found a scheme while on holiday. Mm, schemes. It's not breaking the law, but sometimes it toes the line. So what receipts do you need from like our stuff to claim? Guys, bloody mini bar prices, am I right? Hang on a sec. Here we go. I'm excited. I'm excited now. You're right. Mini bar prices. They're not that expensive in Bali. Yeah, they're actually pretty reasonable in Bali. But blah in general. Yeah, I'm so angry. I made a little. I made a little discovery, boys. So you and you're looking at the mini bar and you see the list of stuff and then there's often like some coffee and tea and you assume they're free and there's a little jar of... Never had this thought process ever. Little jar of delicious looking coated peanuts. Mm. There's no price for them, so obviously mm. they're free. Had a little handful thinking, well, you know, this jar of peanuts has to last me the five days. I don't want to eat too many. <laughs> anyway, of course I had about half the jar of peanuts in the first day. 
The second day when they come and make your room, the jar of peanuts is full. I unlocked an unlimited hotel peanut wow. scheme. Wow. I could eat the entire jar of peanuts or better yet, save them like a squirrel during hibernation and hoard them over the time because they would replace the entire jar of peanuts every day. Free peanuts. Good protein. Unlimited peanuts. Wow. Good protein selling peanuts. Yeah. This was the most boring trip I've ever... <laughs> I've got a question about this trip again. I've got another question. Wait, there's more? There's more, Jeep as well? On. Just on this this um, scamming while you're on holiday. Nice work, by the way. It's a good scam. Yeah, thank you. Did you spend more than eighty dollars uh, during a week in Bali? Well, no, <laughs> we actually we actually spent a lot of money on food because we, you know, seeked out all the nice but restaurants. Not on nuts. Yeah, no, not free nuts. Free peanuts. Didn't spend a dollar on peanuts. <laughs> Fuck! I just wish I was a fly on the wall for that week. It would have been like watching Die Hard or something. <laughs> Why die hard? A lot of action. <laughs> Two and a half hour snooze, then a peanut conserving process. Any oh, other schemes? Oh, the days are, let's have a beer. I said, no, 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 no. I got peanuts to check on. <laughs> Gabby, I need oh, to be I've back got- before three to scurry away and put them Where's in my the aircon? Where's the aircon? <laughs> yeah, I had one more scheme sent in. Cool. Uh, D.A. Jones says... Hi boys, Gandalf, Frodo and Gollum. This is my third scheme. I'm desperate at this point and will eventually create a scheme to get onto this God Forbidden segment. Well done, you made it. Last night we were out on the town drinking some of the beers and all the vodka Red Bulls when we decided to head off home. Our problem is we live 50 minutes from town so we're always trying to find ways to get the Uber cheaper. Mm. This is when we thought of the idea to just order the Uber, get him to come to our location, then offer him $20 off what the Uber fee is but we send the money straight to him instead of through Uber. After he agrees, we simply cancel the Uber on the app, getting the refund, thus no money going to the big greedy organization. Instead, being a simple exchange of money for a lift, saving us $20. Oh, you rich money. Money, money, money. Plus, plus the Uber driver pockets another $10 himself. Yeah, wow, wow. Oh my God, it's helping the Mm. little guy too. Getting back at those... Greedy, bloody billionaire companies. I mean, if cabs are constantly asking us for cash, why can't we reverse it on them and say, hey, we're avoiding the cab and we're just going to go straight to the Uber who you already hate mm. and go, hey, man, um, this guy's trying to rip me off. Here uh, is this money. Yeah. Cut out the middleman. Turn the meter off. Yeah. Or woman. Middleman yeah, mi- or good, woman. Good, good, yeah, good, good point. Good, good. Uber could be a female. I was giggling the whole time just thinking how much pleasure you got out of this nut scheme while you're away. I just <laughs> picture you being like, fuck, Gabby, this is amazing. And she's like, I just need to sleep for two and a half hours. You know what? She was into it because <laughs> the peanuts were so delicious. They were like coated. They were those like coated. Georgia, that's the, actually the first of two nut schemes you've done this week because uh, about an hour ago, you took some of Josh's almonds <laughs> off the uh, table a big over bag there. of almonds on the table. I'm always going to eat a couple of almonds. That's actually a pretty good scheme. <laughs> Full of vitamins. Josh Garland would say I've been trying the house down. Guys, how you going? We'd like to have a joke around here, right? Oh, uh, that's the idea. We're in that's the middle the of idea. preseason. There's been some upsets for the AFL. Uh, oh, uh, Essendon, oh, they had a big loss. Bloody hell, can they bounce back? Some they teams are playing back? bloody well. Surprising people as well. My, Injuries. My, my Eagles not looking very good. Eagles not having quite bounced back yet. But there was the debut of Harley Reid, which we know the West Australian has, uh, has had, had a... 
you know, a bit of an affinity to since he was drafted, even prior to being drafted. The Pardon West. The, the West, West Australian is the local paper here. And really, like, a part, part of their business model is trying to get attention, whether it's pissing people off or, you know, doing something positive. Well, I was thinking the other day, I might get into, like, making back pages. Like, it, there's been that many. I think it was 30 and 35 days was Harley Reid on the back page in some way, whether it was the full back page, Ben Cousins gives him an advice. It was there. And this kid's, like, 18, 19 going through this process. And a lot of people were getting pretty, like... A little bit fired up about it, like leave the kid alone. Grr. What the hell? Yeah, All we, these we, sorts we of things. Seen enough. So I thought, what if I made a back page? What if I found a back page, put it together? How silly could I make it and still make people think it's real? Um, so I hired our mate Riz. Riz mm. hired him. He's a graphic designer previously. Yep, yep, yep. And we put together a back page. We put it on Twitter. Reedy Steady Cook. Yeah. So because being a paper would be a reference to something that it had to be an out-of-date reference. Then it was him dressed up as a chef. The story was um, Harley Reid's secret sandwich ritual. Um, the ritual <laughs> being that he has a sandwich every now and then. So it's absolutely no news. And quite believable for the headlines we've usually seen. Potentially, yeah. Mm. And then the side story was um, <laughs> Basil Zamblis with an exclusive and it said... My advice for Taylor Swift. Because <laughs> all these papers, the Herald Sun, the West, whatever, they were always trying to get their own talent as like, oh, we want to have a really hard-hitting pace and grow them and stuff, regardless of what it was. Um, anyway, we put it out. 95% of people thought it was fucking real. Really, really real. I was like, oh my God. Is it people writing, wait, is this real? People going fucking, oh my God, the West Australian, here we go again. Here we go. I, I couldn't stop laughing. I was at home laughing my head off, thinking like, oh, this is so silly. And to be honest, it's perfect because you can't really argue if it's defamation because the only reason it's believable is because of the actions prior. Well, that's the funny thing. It says more about them that it is so believable. A bunch of people text me, hey, can you send me the Zemplis article? Yeah. Everyone going, <laughs> I read a lot okay. of comments going, we I must, need to know what Basil Z about. We must write that. <laughs> we <laughs> must write one. that. But guys, sometimes, sometimes you, a joke has, you know, some collateral damage that you don't expect. Sometimes you, you think you're, you're getting the lols, you're having a laugh with people, and you know what, even the West Australian, they probably had a good laugh as well. Sometimes you think that's it's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. No, no. Do I have to go? No, sit back I down. Have to go. Okay. Pull Giorgio down from his levitation, you sit down. Okay. It came to my attention that someone found it so real that they went on their own rant. And you knew it was caught up in the damage? No. Bounce's very own former five-time Olympian, Andrew Gaze, oh, basketball legend on SEN. <laughs> they were fired up. We were fired up. But I did not I did not expect this to happen. Him and Andy Ma on SEN. Hook, line and sinker. The West Australian newspaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to pick a fight with somebody who buys ink by the barrel, so I'm not doing that. But if they care about Harley Reid and Harley Reid's longevity in the state of Western Australia, particularly with the West Coast Eagles Football Club. Mm-hmm. You had some ridiculous stat when we first came back on air. 30... It'd been on the back page of the paper. Yes. 30 out of 35 days. It might have even been more than that, but, yeah, that's just something like that. It hasn't played a game yet. So Not- 30 <laughs> or 35 days, the name Harley Reid or a story about him had been on the back page of yep. the West Australian. Oh. Well, today... They've gone with a big back page photo. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a photo of him wearing the chef's outfit. It's a big story. Must yeah. read superstar teen sensation reveals strange sandwich-based lunchtime ritual. This will bob up on uh, on uh, Media oh, Watch. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a bit so sort of cockamamie. Mm-hmm. Um, I w- I'm trying to imagine what it would be like to be Harley Reid. <laughs> 
in that hmm. state and waking up every single morning mm-hmm. and seeing your name and your face slapped all over the newspaper. You haven't even played a game of footy yet. Yes. My I've... point is this. Back yep. off. Yep. Back off. Yeah, I'll and say. let the kid find his feet in the state and play some footy. And apparently it's not real, that back page. What are you telling me it's a fake? Why would you run with a fake story? Oh, I thought it was real. Posted by... That's farcical. Oh, that's far. That is... Oh, no. I've fallen for a Josh Gallup gag. I think it's all... I take it all back. I'm the idiot. I'm a fool. Well, actually, Andy... I've completely fallen for that. Well, you've partially had That's so disappointed. I'm disappointed in myself. No, no, you've partially had But when you think it is on the back page... Don't don't butter up. I'm trying to defend you No, don't. No, that is a bad... 35 days. He's bad by me. It did seem a little... That, now, Nicky Negg's letting me know that back page of Harley Road posted oh, by Andy. Josh Gallup isn't real. Research oh, is just not a suburb out in this, uh, the eastern oh, suburbs, Andy. Can we edit this segment out of the shop? <laughs> we can't. <laughs> Taking a leaf out of Woolworths, Josh, CEO. I like your jokes. Um... <laughs> But they're two of the good guys, and I'm fed up. That's enough. Sit down. Nah, that I can't be a part of this podcast anymore. Harry, Giorgio, stop him. Can I have a lift, Harry? Jo- no, don't both go. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, Harry, come back. Guys, come back. I'm, this is my apology. Okay. Andy Ma and Andrew goes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you weren't my targets. Yes, you fell for it hook, line, and sinker. But I'm so, so sorry. Okay? I love, the, I love the idea of their producer through the glass going, fake, it's fake, it's fake, it's fake. No, no, no. So if you have any more ideas, we want, we'll put some all together. But the most ironic thing is the next day, there was an article by the West Australian that just led, read, Ben Cousins' verdict on the Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ben uh, Cousins, Taylor Swift, where's Nick Dananui? So I posted uh, that and people were like, wait, is this one real or not? <laughs> probably but Ben Cousins on Taylor Swift. Probably worse than Basil Zemplos on Taylor Swift. I really want ben, there to be a Ben Cousins article. like, Ben Cousins' financial advice for you. <laughs> <laughs> the five shares to invest in in 2024. I love it. Thanks, Ben Cousins. Oh, yeah, if you have any more, let us know. Guys, do you have anything uh, from the opening round or anything? Well, that's the thing, opening round. What do you mean? Did, we, did this slip through the cracks on this podcast? Round zero. Yeah, why? Th- that is so confusing. Come on, oh, they're calling it opening round. I know there's some sort of competition with the NRL and they're doing mm. the games in Queensland and New South Wales. But now, Giorgio, guess what? What? Round two is called round one. What? What's round three? Round two. Hang on okay. a second. By that logic, what's round four? Round three. I'll do the okay. entire season. Like if, okay, okay. But if, what's round, round five then? Round five is going to be round four. Okay, okay. Well, we've got those down. What about round ten? Wait, let me just go on the uh, AFL website. Uh, round nine. Okay. okay. It's, this uh, is, this is F. Up. What's grand final? This is semi final. This is heck and F. This is heck and F. What's 9 11? This is. 10 <laughs> 12? Still there. God, wait, Giorgio, for F's sake, mate. Uh, final thing was uh, just a little, little throwaway thing is today the AFL came out. Um, there's a big class action lawsuit that's been growing in momentum over the last couple of years about the concussion, uh, lasting effects of concussion on AFL players. Obviously, there's a lot of head knocks. The CTA was found to be um, a part of Polypharma, one of the AFL legends of the game. Uh, there's been a lot of players that have come out, but the AFL today sort of submitted... Um, part of their defence, putting the onus on the clubs and the players themselves. It's, it sounds really bad. The AFLPA came out and were really upset about it, saying, like, this is bullshit. The AFL are clearly worried about the huge payout that's going to happen. Um, yep. And the lasting... I think there definitely needs to be a realignment of the actual pay to the players because right now it's like 25%, whereas other leagues like the NBA is 50% or 51% of, the, of revenue share with the players. 
And at least in the the NBA, they generally, like a very, very small amount, come out of it without um, CTE or terrible brain injury. Whereas in the AFL, there is a chance you will have a brain injury from playing. So one would think you would have a high percentage and the executives wouldn't get as much then. Just my thought, anyway. I think protection and particularly protection in the next 10 years is going to be more and more frequent. Maybe. I don't know, but people just keep playing. Is this Mm. coming up more because uh, Angus Brayshaw just retired? No, it it came up just coincidentally this week, I believe, in in the court system, whatever its system is going through. I haven't uh, looked into it as much as I should. But the Angus Brayshaw thing is a prime example, a guy in his prime who had a major major injury last end of last year but then had previous head knocks and it just got to the point where he can't play anymore. It's serious stuff, but it's it's sad stuff too. It's a real headache. Nuffy of the Week with our all-new sponsor. This segment is brought to you by Neds. Thank you, Neds, for jumping off Nuffy of the Week for the yes. AFL season this year. Guys, um, <laughs> I had a couple of oh. people submitting David King, the former AFL great, on uh, Talkback Radio this week. They have this Friday quiz. It's <laughs> Friday Fireball quiz. It is so hard to get through. They basically do a quiz where people go back and forth answering questions within the, within the categories, like categories when you're paying, playing yeah. A Circle of Death. So say we were saying types of beer, you would go Corona. Cold ones. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not ones I had in Bali. <laughs> Corona. Uh, Peroni. Carlton Draft. Yeah. Carlton Mid. And then you, you can't think of one or you repeat one. Yeah. Then yep. you lose the segment. No one that listens to SCN can complete one one quiz. It, like, it is almost impossible them to hand out a winner each week. And it got to the point where David King is going, we're beating this shit. It's a sponsored segment and they're beating it. Yep, it is back. And the phone lines light up like a Christmas tree whenever we mention the words quiz. It's on life support this year. I can assure <laughs> no, it's not. you. I can assure it's you. It's never of been that. healthier. We have got two contestants this morning going toe to toe. Glenn from Brayside, are you there, Glenn? Yeah, g'day, boys. How are you? We'll be up against Aaron from Riddles Creek. Are you there, Aaron? Yes, mate. How are you? There are no pauses. If, you, if I feel like you're Googling, you'll be instantly dismissed. And we'll move straight along. So, Glenn, you will start, and then, Aaron, you will just go straight after him. Don't wait for us to announce your name. Just fire straight away. Are you ready, lads? I am, yep. Yep. We want Coleman medalists from the year 2000 onwards. Glenn, go. Um, Tom Lynch. Charlie Curnow. <laughs> <laughs> he's out. He's out. He's out. He doesn't understand the rules. He wasn't listening. He's out. Well, Aaron goes through. Aaron, without even well without even answering a, a, a question, goes through. Well done. Great victory, Aaron. Well done. Give yourself an uppercut, Glenn, and we'll chat next week. Uh, we'll move straight along to the other side of the draw, the uh, third and fourth seeds. Daniel from Hillside. Are you there, Daniel? I'm here, King. How are you going? Have you got a remote understanding of how this works, Daniel? Uh, 
Yes. Good yes. boy, good boy. You're up against Matt from uh, Greenvale. Are you there, Matt? Good day, boys. There you go. Yes. Jeez, a bit of a pause there, Matt. Are we okay? Everything okay? Are you ready to go? Yeah, a bit of a delay, I think. Uh, yeah, a bit of a delay. <laughs> Anytime someone calls up with, on a talk radio where there's a delay, it's really quiet. You can hear a truck in the background. It's just like, this is going to be the worst fucking 30 seconds <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah. Daniel, starting with you, name me an Adelaide Football Club Premiership player. Yes. Here we go, mate. Mark Bickley? Yes. Daniel. This week's episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Harry, another, another round. Every round is amazing. We had rivalry round last weekend. This week... Just friend yeah, they're all mates now. They're yeah. all hanging out. Uh, a lot of big ones this weekend. Flagman will take on Sydney at home. Excited for that one. Also, Essendon take on GWS. A real test of their might, the Bombers. Will they blow up? That could be an eight-point game, Josh. I'm also looking forward to Sunday between West Coast and Collingwood at the MCG. Uh, Pies head in heavy favourites, but the Eagles, they've been feisty lately. West Coast really looking for game experience at the G in case they make finals. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Especially Reed. Like, yeah. is it too um, crazy to say he's going to play in at least five premierships? Um, yeah, that is crazy. It should be at least ten. Uh, yeah, ten premierships. And maybe for another team. Oh. So, yeah, they head in heavy underdogs, but it should be a big game regardless. And remember, if you want that and more, head to the Neds app today to check out their massive range of AFL markets. Prices subject to change. T's and C's apply. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Yeah, mate, I'm here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, it just goes it's on and on and on. Uh, Kingy loses it, and he's just like, I hate this segment. Anyway, it was a bit of a bitch to get through. Thank you, Sipper, for submitting that. Harry, you had something about a captain's photo? Guys, I actually had to go to the hospital before I came here today because I was dying of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> Heck. Stop, stop swearing. Sorry, sorry. Flippin' F, F, stop F, F, it. F, 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 oh, my hat. <laughs> AFL posted the captain's photo on social media today, guys. Oh, That's yeah. all the captains standing near the Premiership Cup. Just want to give a shout out to Brendan West, 12. Caleb Ware underscore. James Vinnie Boom 3, Justin Maskett, Dylan 657 Triffitt, Barat Mizrachi, Marcus Smith, Brenda Java, Chris Watts, Gordon Wood, Carl Young, Brooke Book, Buck, Sean West 69, running the country, Chris Watts, Ian Sanjay, Hannah Buckjack, Aaron Portelli, Jackie Smith, Ralph Duckworth, Gordon Wood, Carl Young, and probably about 500 other Nuffies in the last five minutes who all commented a variation of closest insert team here will ever get to the Premiership Cup this year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Well, It was every second comment. And they're going, imagine it. I've got the funniest thing to comment on this. Getting in. Getting in. Getting in. Oh, my God. This is going to be good. I might start doing that. I might just do that every time. But do it on something completely unrelated. (laughs) Nothing to do with a cup. It's just someone drinking tea. If I ever see Sheasel drinking tea, that's what I'm going to write. Closest he'll ever get to a cup. We need Sheasel to drink. Sheasel, Harry, if you're listening, Mm. please. Yeah, that's a good point. I had one quickly before we go to UG. Um, we put out a video about just like, because um, obviously Australia's quite secular. When someone finds it, you find out someone's, uh, I don't know, religious or going to church, you're like, oh, oh cool. I didn't realize it. That was, that was the crux of the video. Mm. Um, but I found this one comment really, really funny. I always find completely irrelevant information being added into comments really funny. When we're talking anything about Christianity, all of a sudden 10 billion um, American Christians fire up and they start commenting like you're going to hell. Uh, but this guy wrote on it, and this is from at I am God's sleepiest soldier. <laughs> Wake up. 
The religious community is highly important. Unfortunately, my synagogue has a new rabbi who absolutely sucks. I haven't gone in months. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Where's a good avenue or forum for me to release this information? If your yeah. rabbi sucks, then I, I don't oh, see why Australian you would Australian comedy group. That sounds right. I replied, I hear you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, guys, um, we're big on the Daily Mail now. We love the Daily Mail because they push out our story. No, nah, I hate him again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm submitting them for Nuffy of the Week because they actually, they actually tried to write a scheme themselves. Oh, no. Yeah, okay. Wait, that's, you, that's yours. It's my thing. No what, one's ever done sting? it before. <laughs> this is the Daily Mail's iced latte scheme according to a cafe owner. A cafe owner. Omar? I thought Mustafa owned that one. Who says she's saved <laughs> over $1,000 a year with this um, hack that apparently cafes don't want you to know about. Oh, fuck. We'll you can save them. money buying iced lattes by going to the cafe with your own cup full of milk and ice and just ordering a double espresso. Oh, my God. Uh, whoa. You know what? I'll go one further. Bring a cup full of ice and milk and two shots of coffee in yeah, it. Yeah, bring your coffee machine. Bring bring the ready, make yourself an iced latte, bring it to the cafe, give it to the bloke behind the desk and say, can I have an iced latte? They'll give you the one you just made. For the for same free. cafe experience. Zero dollars. Yeah, 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 IRL. That's good. Zero dollars. I actually also ran the numbers on this. So I'm like, save over $1,000 a year. Mm. Assuming a, a, a double espresso is like, Four dollars and an ice latte is like six dollars. Hmm. That's only a saving of two dollars, not taking into account your own cost of ice and milk. So to save over a thousand dollars, you'd need to be ordering upwards of three ice lattes per day every day for these numbers to add up. That's a lot of nuts. They're not wow. real schemers. Mm. Um, mm. And a few people commenting with similar thoughts to me, but not this person who said, "Thank you, great hacking." Uh, that was Ivana Humpalot. <laughs> Well, that's George. That's awesome work. Um, I'm pro- we're probably going to need a scheme busting sting next week. Yeah, if you want your own scheme? You're like shit scheme, scheme busting. Mm, scheme you can't busters. play it on yourself when it's about speakers. And it'll be like da 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 da, scheme buster. I don't want any more. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Tennis is a lot of fun with my friends. Sick beat. Whoa. I guess we've got a tennis sting now. <laughs> yeah, it's tennis sting. Whoa, nice work. Oh. Big tennis guys. Normally I try to stick to tennis when firstly we're getting paid to go or it's within the two weeks of the year we would consume it, which would be the Oz Open. But you have to respect the grind of tennis, especially when you're not in the top 40 because – the guys that are outside the top 40, it's so a fucking us. battle. Yeah, well, I guess mm. we're not as, we're outside <laughs> yeah. the top 40. You're also not competing. Uh, Jordan Thompson, he's one of the Australian guys you really like. Like you do, you just see him, he seems like a nice guy, really passionate. We'll always get to like the second round of the Australian Open and then get knocked out in like five set yeah. or against someone pretty decent. He's won his first major title. He's won his first trophy and he, he's about to turn 30. First ever trophy, he's really surprised and he beat two of the best players in the world to get to it. It was in uh, Mexico. He was... Down 6-0, 1-4. So he's down um, to Zverev, the German, yep. in the semifinal. Came back to win and then beat Kasper Ruud, the world number 11 or 9 or whatever wow. it is right now, um, and to claim his first title. So he took home 140000 US. And then he also backed it up by winning the doubles as well with Purcell, the Australian. So he took home another $25,000 US for himself. And he skyrockets to 
32 in the world, which is his highest ranking ever. And he's going into a Grand Slam now where he potentially might be seated. Um, so everything's going well for a guy that's been grinding for so long. Because it is a grind being on the tour. Like a lot of the time, they might not make, make money if they're, you know, outside the top 150, top 100. Did he start trying? <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're young you're like alright that's it now yeah, I'm yeah. start oh, trying yeah 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 <laughs> oh, oh I love it I love it these like it's never too late to mm. you know succeed it's good it's good it's also hard it's not a team sport so not many winners you know like mm. you know a footy team wins you got like you know 30 premiership medal winners every year there's only like four grand slam winners a year 24 maybe but yeah yeah you're right tough it's tough out there. Any sort of world circuit where you're building points, it's always tough. Yeah, Harry. Guys, can we just all bow our heads for a second and um, have a moment of silence? Yeah, sure. Um, for Italian tennis star Matteo Berrettini. Oh, I love him. Oh, he's funny. What happened? Is he dead? Oh, he's worse, so handsome worse, too. Giorgio worse. Oh, God. He's expelled from Hogwarts. No. What? 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 Tell us. He's broken up with his sex addict supermodel girlfriend. (laughs) I hope she gets the help she needs. I don't know. (laughs) Melissa Satter apparently said that they had sex seven to ten times a week. Rocky numbers for you, sir. (laughs) Are you guys all right? Are you guys going to be okay about this? Where do you go from there, by the way? Sex addict supermodel. (laughs) Hey. Doesn't matter about the sex, doesn't matter about the supermodel. It's about your heart and what's inside. When you were personality about inside, I was about to. I thought you were talking about something else. Sorry. Jurgen is oh, like, okay. hey. ah, mamma mia, getting a lot of sex. Well, that's racist. Are we just again. A, two racist. I'm allowed today. to. I'm Italian. I'm half, allowed to fucking. That's half do racist. That. Well, I know I'm allowed to do that. Okay. Mamma mia. <laughs> say more. Say more. Say more. That's a lot of coming. Media spouse, your pleasure. Spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> You can't do it. You can't do That it. was American-Italian. I can do that. white guys talking about basketball. We're just some white guys talking about basketball. We're just some white guys talking about basketball. We don't really know much about basketball. Because we're just white guys talking about basketball. Can't dunk Billy Lay up a basketball. The only fantasy is in my head. We're talking about basketball. We have Just Bricks as well. But um, we're talking about basketball right now. Um, I just wanted to bring up, there's this young guy from Melbourne who's sort of burst onto the, the mock draft scene for the NBA, another NBA player, potentially a lottery pick. Uh, he's playing for Kansas right now. His name, Johnny Furphy, named after a beer as well. What a great name. A bit of a Furphy oh, And a water cart. And a water cart as yeah. well. Yeah, mm. yeah. And also a bit of a, a Furphy would be a, a, like a fib, right? Oh, yeah, a bit of a Furphy. Um, he's playing really well. He's about six foot seven, six eight. plays on Kansas. He was started, uh, he kind of burst onto the scene last year. He was at the AIS with the College of Excellence with basketball and they did this European tour and he had a couple of highlights where he like dunked on really good teams where he was destroying them um, at these international tournaments and all of a sudden from that he got some decent offers one being Kansas a very good basketball mm. school goes there has sort of a sixth man seventh man role starts hitting threes mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's in the starting lineup and he's averaging about 14 points per game since he's become a starter and like dunking on people and shit. Um, Threes, dunking. Yeah, yeah. Tick, Is there anything tick? he can't do? Apparently he can't fall in love. <sighs> oh, God. Yeah. God, kick him out of the team. That's like, that's not exclusive. He's been very public about it. So, um, yeah, yeah. So just be careful of that. How, okay, how old is he? 
Uh, he, I think he, he's 18 or 19. I had a look at this guy on Google Images. He's got star power. He's got a bit of star mm. power. Uh, but yeah, they've got him anywhere between like 10th and 13th right now on the mock drafts. Now they can move quite a lot, um, but he's doing extremely well and shooting at like 41% from three, which is something they always look for. And he's sort of a defense first guard, even though he's maybe not athletic, but guy to look out for. And this is no Furphy. <laughs> nice, yeah. yeah. Nice slam dunk. Breakups, hookups, scandals. We know your darkest secrets. Sports gossip. Sports gossip. You guys aren't gonna bloody bl- believe it. What? Whoa, what? Yeah, no. beep, beep. Hey guys, what do you what do you reckon? Should we go to the club? Too loud, I'm going home. <laughs> I don't actually like, I don't like loud music in um, clubs and stuff. It's a bit inconvenient. Yeah, I think so too. Well, it hurts conversation. Well, you know. You who, don't need to worry about that. No one talks to you. You know who wants to be in the club? The bloody, the bloody NRL players in Vegas. They're um, obviously kicking off round one over there in Sin City. But aren't they under the best behaviour? Yes, uh, after a couple of hiccups with their visa applications, they have all made it. All four teams have made it. Guys, only do coke every second day. <laughs> okay. I think this is almost the cruelest move by the NRL, sending these party lovers into the party capital of the world. Party cash field. All they're doing, yeah, all they're doing is training and doing lame activities, promoting the great game. Mm. Okay. I was having a look at the NRL Insta. NRL Insta. Looks like they may have been doing some zip lining. (laughs) Is zip lining the most lame and boring activity going around? Oh, oh, strong disagree. St- oh, standing on a rock. St- strong disagree. <laughs> standing on a rock where zip lining is not available. But where zip lining is Okay, available. okay. Oh. I, I would say that zip lining in the dodgy of the country, the better zip lining it would be. But there's so many safety rules now. You're waiting two hours for your turn. You put the harness on, get the safety briefing, then you zip past some boring thing. So what well, mm. you enjoy zip lining, Georgia. I've, I like zip lining. Is it that f- makes, that it makes heaps like- of sense that you like it. Yeah. Oh, no. If you're coming out of a two and a half <laughs> no, hour match, the zip line's amazing. I think I've decided I hate it. I want to do an activity where I could die. Oh, right. You're a bit of an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a thrill seeker. Yeah, you saw my skiing. I'm pretty good too. Yeah, you, you've gone get, fast, getting man. A, get in a car with Josh. That is scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. At least I know where I'm going. All right, can we, please, <laughs> can we please have Taylor Swift's official theme song? Bloody queen of private jets has left Sydney, guys. Bloody hell, we're all coming down. Thanks for coming, Taylor, from the Kicker Forward podcast. We thank you for coming. It's weird, her G6, how it drops A-bombs to propel itself to explode every city <laughs> with all its pollution. <laughs> Guess what we've had? Another Swifty call-out from a guest on a commercial radio station. Peter Garrett. Really? Yeah, he's impressed by her, first of all, her price gouging. There are a lot of compared comparisons to the Beatles and their their prices in 1955 or whatever at like three dollars fifty. But then people are like, "Oh, Taylor show is three times as long and whatever." Well, 1955 wasn't a normal comparison. <laughs> we didn't even have our current. We had pounds and shillings. Back then. I think we had, yeah, shillings. We had shillings. Yeah. Um, also, Peter Garrett, known uh, climate activist, yeah. uh, going after her private jet usage. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I have been loving, loving. Loving the memes about Taylor Swift's private jet <laughs> usage. My favourite one is the one that says, 
when Taylor Swift needs to go find the remote on the other side of the couch and it's literally a rocket taking off. <laughs> <laughs> when Taylor Swift has forgotten her bag in the airport and the whole, the whole plane is smashing through the windows to grab it. You say when Taylor Swift needs to cross one side of her jet to the other and it's another <laughs> jet inside the jet. A private jet inside. <laughs> Fucking good. Um, anyway, keep it up, Swifty. I reckon she does so much good for the world. Bloody go for it. Bloody go I for like it. Peter Garrett, though. You know he grew up next door to my mum. Nice. Really? <laughs> Random fact. Was the bed burning? I think they're actually... I'm pretty sure his mum died in a fire because their house burnt down. <laughs> now that's bloody terrible. <laughs> Guys, let's talk about Swifty's Sydney adventures. Funny that she didn't step a foot outside the hotel in Melbourne, but in Sydney, she seemed to buddy do everything. So, post-show on Friday, she went out on some sort of love cruise with boyfriend Travis Kelsey. That would look good. Now, guys, I don't want to gross you out again. Actually, can I get a drum roll? Yeah, yeah, sure. Guess what they did. Oh, sex. You're not going to believe what they bloody did, guys. 69. Bukaki. This is uh, the Kelsey brothers. Ain't pegged. She pegged him. It's worse. Oh, he pegged her. Wait, so, what? Nah, that's what? better. That's just sex. That's missionary. That's missionary. They hung mm. out and kissed. They kissed on the lips. Ah! <laughs> Sixth base. Ew. Ah. Ah. Oh my god. Who goes to the zoo twice? Taylor Swift went to the zoo. Okay, you go to the zoo once. You go. Yeah, it's great. You, had a, you have a great time. Awesome. Awesome. I, I, I heard Sydney's... I would argue we never have a great time. I would argue like the zoo's like, oh, that was good. It was tiring. Yeah, and I've, I've heard Taronga Zoo is one of the better zoos. I've actually been to San Diego, world famous zoo. The zoo's sick. I'm yeah, zoo but guy. hang on really? a sec. I like the zoo. Yes. Don't go to a China zoo. There's a lot of um, sure. bears wanting to be killed. <laughs> cool. The zoo's like the zoo's okay. Pretty weird. I'm more of a free animal guy. Free the animals guy. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. You're yeah. chill. I know. I'm pretty chill like that. But... I've been, I've been scratching my head all bloody week. You did bring it up with me uh, midweek. Mid yeah, week. but I've done some further research since then, Josh, yeah. Giorgio. I've found out why Taylor Swift went to the zoo twice. Can I get a drum roll, please? Another one. Oh, I think I've got one. Yeah. Fucking hell. The, it's a long one. Oh, I had to research long and hard about this. This was not easy. This was not easy. The zoo twice. Who fucking goes to the zoo twice? About as long as this... Drum and roll. the reason she went to the zoo twice was just let this finish. <laughs> because she liked it the first time. I know. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon the animals know Taylor Swift is there? No, like just <laughs> of course not. But what do you mean? The lines like well, fuck, well maybe fuck, because fuck, there's fuck, ten thousand security roll, around her. Maybe the lines like. <laughs> some of the like, some of the chimps and baboons are like pretty smart. I think they they'd be like, oh, there's that um, chick from before. Do the ants? That's a good do point. Do the, the ants all get together and do a TS? TS, yeah. Well, the, I will, I'm going to defend TS here. Is Taronga Zoo is a good zoo, but it's also got the, one of the best views in Sydney because right. it's built. It's on a slope and you can see everything. There's also a lot of bush chooks and like these are like these uh, bush turkeys that walk around. So yeah. Okay. What? What are, what are they? Well, in Sydney, there's these sort of like birds. They they look like a shit peacock and they walk around everywhere. Nice. nice. And I, I, I 
the person they, I was with at the time got really pissed off because I kept going, oh my God. And it would be, <laughs> it'd be this like bush turkey eating trash. And I'm like, get a photo. You can see him anywhere. <laughs> I really like the nocturnal exhibition. It's a bit of a break from the hot outside, wouldn't you say? Oh, is there aircon in there, Giorgio? Giorgio, did you see all the captains doing an announcements for Taylor Swift like, um, and weaving in the words of Taylor Swift songs? Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Captain speaking. Welcome uh, aboard. Just our pleasure to get you down to Melbourne. Apparently, we've got some Swifties on board. From now on, it's a love story. You, me, the crew. There's going to be no bad blood on this flight. It's our pleasure to get you down there. Have a good flight. Isn't it nice? I, yeah. would, I would open the emergency exit. Well, it's funny, actually. So that, that plane actually crashed into the middle of the outback. Georgia. Oh my God, Everyone that was 9-11? Giorgio, would you open the emergency exit if the captain on board a plane that was, say, headed to the Kick It Forward live show? Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, good morning. This is Captain Hector Fitzgerald from the flight deck and I uh, welcome you on board KIF 57 Melbourne to Adelaide. Uh, our flight time today will be one hour and 20 minutes. Just enough time to listen to your favourite podcast. That podcast is shit. <laughs> Anyone that's five foot seven shouldn't have a problem fitting in their seats. And please refrain oh. from pissing yourself until the seatbelt sign has been switched off. Shut the fuck up and just fly the plane. Uh, be sure to behave yourself or you might be locked up in Harry's big house. And breakfast will be served shortly. Chips on their own. Boring. All right, that's it. We're not going anywhere. You just had to go and ruin it, didn't you? Now I'm going to crash this fucking plane and no one's going to see that shitty live show. Look, we're going to crash headfirst into that giant rock down there. Oh, that looks like Georgia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> India. What a journey. The, the plane crashed. It was rolling for a bit as well. well what survivors? happens, there's like a fireball usually and then lots of debris in the fuselage. No, no survivors. Oh, okay. Not like the Uru- Uruguayan plane that crashed in the um, <coughs> in the Andes Mountains. Mm. Good segue. You guys seen the movie? Yes. Yeah. It's pretty good. I reckon, G, if you crashed at breakfast, by lunch you'd be planning to eat everyone. <laughs> I would, I would. (laughs) All right. Well, who's going to sacrifice? I would have already drank like seven liters of piss. Your own piss. My own piss. Others, I don't care. And then, and been like after ten minutes, like, all right, who are we gonna eat? The like, the like captain of the team, whatever, was like, okay, we've got one Mars bar for two years, and Giorgio's in the background eating it. (laughs) Chocolate all over his mouth. Oh, sorry, guys. The only one. (laughs) Oh, I finished it. I'm gonna do some chin ups. Anything else? Oh yeah, I've, I've got a. Um... <laughs> oh yeah, I'm in this podcast. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm in this. Indianapolis Motor Speedway president Doug Bowles is not happy that F1 are using his slogan. Another great audio recording. <laughs> it was off Twitter. All right. I, 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 you didn't want to look it up and get the original that's screen what, record? That's what I found. We right. were recording on a phone, then got another phone and recorded on the other phone. <laughs> yeah. And then put a cup and string through it. <laughs> yeah, from the plane. So what did he say? I couldn't hear it. So apparently they're not allowed to use anything to do with the greatest spectacle. They can't say that. Because that's the Indy, that's Indy 500. Indy 500. Okay. And, and apparently F1, it's not the first time they've done it. And this year, uh, he's pissed. Doug Bowles is pissed. Um, but I have some 
alternatives for him to use. Mm. I think they should say the best car racing to watch ever in the world ever mm. or also um, F1, I'm loving it, or F1, just do it. <laughs> oh, right. No, that, that sounds good, actually. Approved. Good. Approved. Other, other notable <laughs> trademark sporting phrases. Let's get ready to rumble. Michael Buffer, you can't, you can't use that. We can't say that. <laughs> beep that, actually. Beep that. Now. Wasn't that Fukushima? No. <laughs> No, that's without the earthquake. Oh. <laughs> also, three P. A lot of disasters on today's episode. Are we, are I we, think it's so bullshit when people like no, no, copyright no, no, no. or like trademark arbitrary things. Like, like Warner Brothers being like, "Oh, trademark the Tasmanian Tassie, devil." Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna trademark the word "the." You say that, you owe me fucking money. You hey, can't say language. The. Heck, mate. Sorry. Seriously, shit. <laughs> What the f- uh, Also, uh, 3P is trademarked. LA, By who, Miami? LA Lakers coach Pat Riley from the 80s. Oh, right. Get absolutely How's hecked. this one? How's this one? Harry. Paris Hilton trademarked the the words, Bukaki. that's hot. <laughs> oh, that was when she had a shit show. She's That's rich, hot. Though. If you're a chef, nightmare. <laughs> that, is, that is a nightmare. A kitchen nightmare. You cannot be serious, John McEnroe. And uh, Let's Roll was trademarked by uh, a now a dead guy who was on the 9-11 flight. More, um, more disaster chat, uh, who successfully crashed the plane elsewhere. But one of his last words were like something like, you guys ready? Let's roll. And then they successfully got the plane off the hijackers and crashed it elsewhere. Do these run out, these trademark things? After uh, I, think, I think some of them do. Like the, the trademark with Mickey Mouse is the famous one. As soon as it ran out, they, someone made a really, really, really <laughs> shit horror film yeah. about it. We've got like, to look out what's running out. Yeah. Oh, so we can pick it up. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's something like how arbitrary in Australia that's running out. Like, I don't know, Alpha Farm Home and Away or some shit. Perfect. <laughs> oh. Mr. President, can this wait? I've got bigger fish to fry. God bless my friend Harry. Harry's big house. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? Yeah, it's not all fun and games on the bloody Kick It Forward podcast, is it, guys? Laughing at the cartoon sound of it. Go on. Mm, same. same. Um, thanks to everyone who's sending the big houses in. A lot of long ones. A lot of long ones coming in. <laughs> Keep them short. Or I'll scan it and probably not read it. <laughs> and a reminder, the pettier the better. Kick it forward, mailbag at gmail.com. Also, if you're coming along to any of the live shows in any of the towns and you've got a case that you think might need addressing live, We'd love to hear from you as well. Great prizes and rewards up for grabs for anyone that gets involved. Asterisk. Um, Harry writes in with a cold case that's actually kind of hot. Remember the days of the old schoolyard we used to... Don't you remember the days? Uh, I'm getting bullied again. (laughs) Harry says the year is 2015. Giorgio is getting bullied. I'm in year 10 at school. No, he doesn't say that. He's in year 10. The pressure to be cool and fit in and seem like a regular guy was sky high. Tough, and, tough and, year. Yeah, and any circumstance of embarrassment felt like yeah. life destroying. Yeah, any you guys, t- any tips? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're about to. Find what do you out. mean back then? <laughs> the pressure's Harry, high. Harry can. Oh, duh. Sorry, sorry. Harry sorry, sorry. continues. Sorry, Your Honor, sir. Harry continues. I had just spent a lovely Sunday afternoon at my friend Connor's house, just hanging out with some mates, and then all the fuss. I had left my shoes behind that afternoon. This was fine. It's Connor could just bring them to school with him the next day, right? Problem solved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to order that. I'm going to order that. 
Um, uh, Harry says, he headed off on his journey to school that day barefoot. I walked up to the bus stop, hopped on the bus and received a bit of flack from my friends for being barefoot. It's okay, guys. Connor has my shoes at school. I responded. <laughs> Isn't that great? Connor has his shoes. When the bus arrived at school, I was a bit concerned to not see Connor there waiting for me with my shoes. Now I would have to walk into school, still barefoot, passing countless students and teachers on my way, facing a barrage of questionable faces and canned laughter. <laughs> I walked towards the bag racks and locked eyes with Connor. He had a smile on his face, obviously finding it amusing that I showed up barefoot. I stopped laughing, Harry says. My friend stopped laughing. Hand them, hand them over, please, mate, I said to Connor. But he was still laughing. Through the tears in his eyes and his non-stop laughter, he belted out, I forgot your shoes. Fuck. I couldn't believe it. Here I was standing in front of everyone, shoeless, humiliated in front of everyone. I was laughing stock. I was even sent to the office by our head of year for being on school grounds without enclosed footwear, which was against school rules. It was one of the worst experiences of my high school life, Harry says. Heck. What a but it didn't stop there. The story was constantly brought up all the way through my final years at school. Everyone knew the tale of Harry the Shoeless Wonder. Connor even made the incident his yearbook entry, immortalizing <laughs> <laughs> the story of the time when I didn't have my shoes. More than eight years later, I'm still called Shoeless all the time. And the story is brought up amongst friends in social gatherings. PlayStation party chats, and even when we are meeting new people. I can't see this stopping anytime soon, and my future is no doubt going to be riddled with the mentioning of the story of one of my darkest days, all because Connor forgot my shoes. You guys okay? Oh, I just remember how much I like REM. Mm, it's good. <laughs> but you, also sad. Oh, you bounced out of that pretty quickly. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Nice. you've been charged with forgetting to bring Harry's shoes to school that day. The first thing I think of is Buddy's safety concerns. What, what if you? he stepped on some glass? Mm. That's what. That's what I was thinking. What if he stubbed his toe, Giorgio? Or what if there was like a plane that crashed into the school? That would be terrible. He wouldn't have his shoes and hit on. His foot. Yes. <laughs> ah, this place is bloody dangerous, Connor. Harry's big house finds you not guilty. What, what the f- Harry, you were relying on a year 10 student to remember to do something. <laughs> 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 and just remember that if you're capable of leaving your own shoes behind that Arvo, then he's more than capable of forgetting them. Harry, you probably should have worn some joggers to school that day. Rocking the bare foot. <laughs> barefoot <laughs> is interesting. Yeah, rocking the bare feet on the bus and all the way to school was a great move though. So, um, well done. Um, That's if, it? If only he had some kind of school bag where he could put his shoes in. Hmm. Well, I just say, I think it's pretty funny he rocked up. I, I mean, I agree. Like, it was silly of him. He should have rocked up. Um, you can't trust a year 10. Yeah. Well done. That was just straightforward, Harry. I appreciate how you are. Um, uh, yeah. Wrapped it up with a neat little bow. Neat little bow. Nothing more. Maybe even a, a shoe tie. <laughs> Let's move <laughs> on. Dear muscles. Stop the sting. Stop the sting. Stop, the, stop, 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 stop the sting. What? 
Like, I know it's against the rules to stop the sting mid-sting. Yeah. But there's more. That's what? the fucking rule for a reason, there's, Harry. There's we moved more. on. You're going to find out why there's more because it's not fucking over yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 Order! Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Thanks. Connor's crime wasn't forgetting the shoes. <laughs> In fact, the crime is still going. Harry can't escape this incident. Just imagining the psychological toll it's taken over the last eight years. The constant reminder, the immortalization in the yearbook. Harry said it even gets brought up when he's meeting new people. Maybe girls even. What, what about if he's trying to risk someone, guys? Mm. Hey, this is Harry. Eight years ago, he came to school barefoot. Wow, I don't want to have kids with you. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> Disgusting. What if our kids Get, lose their shoes? Want to see my toes from school? Get as far away Wait, as possible what? from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hard to think of the pain he's experienced. Connor, you're guilty of not letting go. It's time to move on. And you're first of all banned from speaking about the shoe incident, except for major events where recalling childhood memories is appropriate. Because it would be a funny one. Yeah, wedding and birthday speeches, I'll give a pass to. <laughs> Thank God. This punishment is unique and well into the future, but I'm sure it is the right thing to do because there's more. At Harry's 30th birthday party, which will be in a few years' time, there will be a public apology from Connor, followed by a public shoe shining. <laughs> <laughs> you will shine Harry's shoes in front of his nearest and dearest friends and family, you will feel humiliated doing so. But remember, it's just a fraction of the pain Harry has felt all these years. Case closed. You just got to remember the shoes on the day, that's all. Yeah, try walking mile in my shoes. Now the shoes on the other foot. Dear Muscles, Hello, G'day Superstars, hold regards. You've got mail. Welcome to Mail It In, where we hear from you, the fans. Um, we had a couple people that sent in audio this week, and we love that because it takes takes effort away from us. We love an, we're an audio medium. I don't know what, if you know that, Georgia. Yeah, what the, wait, what? Yeah, yep, 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 yep big time, big time, big time. I've been drawing pictures for everything I do. <laughs> I know. Should we start with Sam's? He says, just wanted to send through my own kick it forward inspired hinge sting. Of course, like the hinge voice memo we made as well. For you, yeah. We, <laughs> we got on the Daily Mail for our effort to make, get, get you some riz. <laughs> he says, let us know um, if he's done well with this hinge prompt and what I can improve on to get heaps of chicks. <laughs> okay, so I've got it here. I'm going to play it. Um, just guys, take some notes. This is Kanye West, bitch. Welcome to Sam's Hinge Profile and get ready for some dangerous levels of riz. Oh my golly goodness, Sam is so sexy. Very nice. Sam is sexy everywhere, even in England. Okay. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Do you want to have a look at his face? Like, this is him. He's just in a Dylan Friends top next to a. It looks like a nice guy, but it makes it even funnier. Okay, there's only one reason I'm giving this one out of ten. Why? Because there's nobody chicks for the rest of us. Mate. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Well, I think you said he was in England, so thank God it's on foreign oh, soils. Jeez, wow, wow. Well done. That's so funny. Yeah, send us any more if you have them. They're fantastic. Um, we've got an international mail again, actually. So I'll just get to that. Wunderbar, my friend. Welcome to Russia. Howdy, partner. Asian one. International man. Yeah, it's good to see. Um, <laughs> 
We've got an international mail from Merry Old Island. We seem to have quite a few Irish listeners, if, if anything, active Irish listeners. Martin here wrote in, in the gym here in Ireland, listening to the podcast, almost dropped a dumbbell on my face, listening to Giorgio doing his Borat impression. Oh, very, work, very nice. Uh, I like you. you brought it out. You've lost I like points, you. Martin. Shout out to my Irish compadres. Oh, you spent a month there or something when yeah, you were two? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Is that Irish? No. Nah. What is it then? Silly talk. <laughs> Oi, think that's about an accent. You are You're good a in you my are assholes. Good. Oh my God, fuck off. Gee, do, do you have anything? Uh, piss shit? Piss. Oh, okay. Look at this. Email about piss. Piss, piss. I have some piss. There's a P-mail. Written from Liam Brown. He emailed him with a link to a study where apparently scientists <laughs> are now using piss. That's right. You heard it. Piss. To extract and recycle valuable materials from batteries, which can then be reused. And my favorite part of this article after Wait. reading it, they soak the batteries in piss. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, so, you don't, so you don't eat a battery and drink piss. That's and what I was confused chest, about. Well, I, that is neither here nor there. It's unrelated sure, to sure, you. Sure. My favorite part of this article, it just says um, a line on its own. The scientists did not say where they sourced the urine from for the experiment. <laughs> But it was humans, right? Uh, yes, but it's like, where'd you get the piss? And they're like... Oh, was your first uh, reaction like, geez, I don't want to get acid in my mouth. Wait, I was like, I've been pissing on batteries and it's good. Yeah, good luck with your experiment, George. Sure <laughs> ben Lund writes in. Uh, he's talked about the World Sports Stacking Championships. It's happening last year. So many events. So many world, this world, that. Oh, World Cup fatigue. Yeah, and he's also mentioned the um, Olympics coming up in Paris this year. He asked us. You could enter any Olympic sport today and had from now until the event started in July to train. What sport do you think you would have the best chance of getting a medal in? Rapid fire this one, boys. Uh, well, I was going to say three on three just because I used to play a bit of it. and there's Boring. A, yeah, so it's a bad bad one. So I'm not going to, okay? You did. Uh, okay, um, but I'm shit at basketball, so probably be zero as well. Mine's shooting and indoor beach volleyball. Indoor volleyball, sorry. Indoor volleyball that you don't no have no chance. Not beach, have no, no chance. not beach volleyball. Indoor They're volleyball. too good. They're good. They're fucking good. Do you think? Do you th I'm, I'm thinking of sports where there's a low um, it's learning so, and curve. The basketballers aren't. Well, I think like I've got I've used to play a bit, but like the volleyball is just a whole European league. You don't know what I do on Tuesdays. What do you do on Tuesdays? Not volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon like maybe archery. Maybe one of these new ones. Breakdancing's in this one for one Olympics and they're getting rid of it. Bit easy. Oh. Uh, um, ben also says it also warms his heart hearing Georgia and Harry discuss being stadium guys. As a fellow stadiums guy who has never quite had the courage to come out and correct my mates when they incorrectly quote or estimate the capacity of a sporting arena. Oh, this was up. the inspiration I needed. <laughs> You're welcome, Ben. We stand with you in the stadium. Mm. So when someone goes, oh, it's a, what's the capacity? And someone goes, oh, no, like 45,000. Oh. It's actually 60. No, it's not. Keep it up. Keep Feels it like there's 150,000 people in here. Well, there's actually no stadium that holds 150,000 people. <laughs> what, is, what is this? Bloody hell. Keep it forward mailbag at gmail.com. Send your correspondence in. <laughs> Tipping time. Get your tickets and we'll see you next Can week. Can I play my Bali song again? Never. Kick it forward.